0: Welcome to the LifePurpose.com podcast,
1: the number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose. My name is Hema Om. And I'm Gabriel Serra.
0: And today's episode is about dealing with anger, frustration and challenges when living your life's purpose. You said
1: I'm okay. My time I wasn't going to express myself anymore, and uh, talk about myself anymore because no one really wants to hear how I feel. So I'm okay. I keep that to myself from now on. <laughs> I'm a big boy. I'm grown man. I can take care of myself.
0: Yeah, let's just all take care of ourselves.
1: Thank you for listening, by the way, for the target audience things no matter no matter who says hey i'm going to live my purpose that also is a form of getting clarity so just like i just like i instructed you to have even more clarity or to update your target audience or if you want to still stick with what you had before it's totally fine but that's still very important to get back to your core focus and I know that for especially living your purpose, you have to always come back to that core focus. You have to know what you stand for. You have to know what your service is or what your contribution is and how exactly you want to go about doing that. And as I was explaining to you before we started recording, there are tons of different ways to do that you can get lost in the details but the more details that you do have and the clearer you are and the more concrete you are with what your services, what you're offering what you're providing who you're here to serve how you're here to help that's going to make it that much simpler for you to attract those people or the environment or the reality into your awareness so that you can live out your purpose if let's say you're an artist for example Well, if you're an artist and you want to make an income to sustain yourself while you're, you know, you're living out your purpose as an artist, you have to ask yourself, what kind of artist are you? What is your area of specialty?
0: Hey, by the way, I know you're listening to this podcast because you know you have a big purpose, but you may need support fulfilling what you came here to do. That's why we invite you to join the LifePurpose.com support community Just click on the link in the description or go to lifepurpose.com to check it out. And now back to the episode.
1: Some people could spend their whole lifetime mastering how to do realistic portraits, while others can spend a whole lifetime mastering doodling and making cartoon shows. they are completely different focuses within the umbrella of that category. It's the same thing as if you said you're an influencer on social media. Well, what kind of influencer are you? And where do you post your social media content to? How do you do it? How do you deliver your content? There's so many different ways. That's why it's important to be very clear on this. So I just want to thank you very much for taking the time to listen to that. And I hope that something constructive comes out of it or it it is a value to you in some capacity. But as I've been doing this research, more and more research and just, this is nothing new to me at this stage. It was just a good refresher and reminder. We need to build out a way for people to find us. So that's why we do the podcast. We may also do social media. We may also do content marketing. So writing long form content on our website having a blog that's going to require us to optimize our content for search engines. It's called SEO, search engine optimization. And these are known, this is nothing new to me at this stage, but it's a good reminder because it, it brings me back to the focus of, okay, who are we here to serve? What are we here to do? And how are we going to do this? And that's a very powerful reminder. Whenever we get lost along our way and we feel overwhelmed, I think that's a very big key to success and staying focused and not allowing maybe a lack of progress or roadblocks to put us down or to make us feel like we're going in circles. You need something that you can re-reference. You need some type of a reminder of what you're here to do and be really laser-focused on that until you succeed at that. And when you succeed at that, even if you have already, it's important to continue building on that if that is still your purpose, if that is still in alignment with who you truly are.
0: We usually treat the Kakatsu Matheis to express for ourselves as a formed shift energies, which is not the case anymore. As soon as something feels forced to me, I notice it immediately and it feels off and it feels off now.
1: <clears throat>
0: that's not how I roll.
1: Okay, so then you take over and you be in the direction of the. How you want to do Flowing, not forcing.
0: Thank you,
1: Mother Krakow. Well, that's a single question. What is that being between flowing versus forcing? You're saying that you feel that the cacao ceremony is now forceful. Is it because we're talking about business concepts, which feels maybe third dimensional to you? Is that a force thing to you? And if that that feels forceful to you, then what would put you back in your flow state?
0: God, click, I am present, take full command here. Produce your perfection and, um, and prevent the human side from making mistakes and making it harder and getting off track. Thank you God for giving us the crystal clarity and everything we need in this here and now and prevent all else that is not of the divine way.
1: Well, that is a great question to ask. And that is maybe something to look at because I know that when it came to, you had mentioned this, when it came to ClickUp and using ClickUp and doing the sprint meetings you said at first you don't understand and it felt forced to you. But then we got into a flow state and it became effortless. I believe that is because you just didn't have experience with this. But once you got the experience with it, it became very like simple. Did it not? Ask yourself if this is you, if this is the truth that you are resisting or it feels forced to, or if it's some aspect of you that because you're not used to it, it can be feeling forceful. It could feel overwhelming.
0: I'm just paying attention to what I feel, and I'm feeling a pain in my breast. I have a headache. I feel sad. I feel like I just want to cry, and that's how I feel. And I also feel partially angry. So that's how I say it. it just feels off.
1: Can you expand on that more? Can you expand on? Are you aware of why you're feeling the way you're feeling?
0: Where does that question come from? You don't need. Don't feel obligated. You're not my therapist.
1: I'm. I'm sincerely asking that question because I sincerely want to know from my own reference, from myself, because I'm feeling. I'm feeling my own sadness, and I'm feeling my own frustration, and I'm feeling my own anger, and. I'm doing the best that I can to... Hold it back? Not to hold it back, but to not embody someone that is complaining because I noticed that as I I maybe have gotten too comfortable with complaining and expressing myself to the point where you've mentioned to me that I was complaining a lot, but I was expressing myself and I thought that we had that Agreement to express ourselves but maybe it was only for the cacao ceremony maybe I maybe I started making that a habit too much maybe, I don't know it's it's very confusing for me we do everything you know and if if we're saying that we only express ourselves and how we feel at cacao ceremonies then it needs to be made clear if it's that it's not okay to express ourselves because it sounds like it's complaining, then that needs to be made clear. So I'm con- I'm very much confused and I'm asking you the question of why do you think you feel this way so that I can look at myself as well and hopefully figure myself out because it's not your responsibility to listen to me and how I feel with my problems. It's my problem to figure out my problems. So I'm asking because maybe... There's some something valuable for the podcast listener, for the big ones that they can use for themselves. some value in this. that's why I'm asking the questions that I'm asking. It's not for it's for me to also learn, but it's also more for our big ones to learn and to help themselves
0: at this stage. I am very it's very obvious to me what is an inspired action and what is an action out of fear or desperation and there has been all these ideas and different ways of doing things with our projects and with LifePurpose.com. it's just too much it doesn't feel focused and some of it doesn't feel aligned but yet it does feel aligned i just feel that there is um an energy of desperation here and frustration.
1: I couldn't you with you there. As I have, I've already said it multiple times. I've already said it multiple times. I've already expressed myself about these topics multiple times. <sighs> I don't know what to do. I, I, okay, last episode topic. It's the difference between forcing and flowing with your purpose. How does someone know if they're forcing? of someone know if they're flowing? Wow. If you're
0: forcing it, your days will be filled with emotions of frustration, anger, sadness, and an inner conversation of conflict and struggle. And your actions will be fueled by mainly fear and desperation. And you're gonna listen to people outside of you versus honoring your own inner calling or your own gut feeling or your intuition. And then you lose all the time. And then you go outside of you and you search for answers from some perceived experts on YouTube who tell you a cookie cutter recipe for your success and you copy what they're saying you're still losing every single time just because someone portrays themselves as an expert on social media doesn't mean that they are they can be full of shit and that's you falling for the illusion yet again we said originally we're only gonna go with what god tells us to do now we're having all these different ideas we have to go on tiktok we have to do this we have to do that let's take action right now right now right now Okay, can we just put a filter on this? Can we put a divine guidance filter on, filter filter on this? And every time we do something, we're not going outside of us, we're commanding God to guide the way and we're only following divine order. And yes, that can be tricky and I am I am I'm not saying that I am perfect with this because for me from what I conceived and what I believed, it was a divine order to reach out and get another passive income t- tool together. And for two or three weeks, it seemed like, yes, that was the perfect decision because the account grew in a matter of a day or two, 80%. But then this guy just blew out our account completely all of a sudden. And then he doesn't respond anymore all of a sudden. So God, what is this about? How is this divine flow? How is this divine guidance? Doesn't make sense to the human. Doesn't make sense to my ego. And of course, then we get frustrated. And then of course, the ego wonders, why the heck, why the heck am I attracting a coach and mentor that I pay for, that I pay all that money? And then he doesn't even respond to him. Like what kind of mentor is that? What kind of coach is that? Like I'm paying this guy to learn from, to pay for a service and he treats us like that? Is that how you treat your students? Is that how you treat your clients? How is that possible? How can he get away with that? How do people get away with that? And yet they have apparently millions of dollars. Like I'm commanding divine justice here. And I command that those people who are in alignment with the divine will, yes, God, you hear my words. I command that those people who are ready to serve the greater good of all, that they are supported now on all levels and that they get the finances now. And I am commanding divine karma, divine justice to happen without me having to sue someone or to call out someone or to to take action myself to revenge myself i'm not gonna go there
1: this is the same thing that is uh for your mom and that guy like how is it possible how is it possible or why why is it that this person is uh taking advantage of someone else
0: Like, what what did I do, God, to attract this experience with? Was I robbing people off their money? Was I not fair? Was I ignoring people? Was I not sticking to my word?
1: Maybe we were dishonest. Maybe we were dishonest about lying. You never had success with cryptocurrency, but you were playing it off as you were, as was I.
0: Well, that is very relative to say.
1: Hema, you only took $500, turned it into $35,000 because you invested in one coin based on luck. And you did not take it out. And yet you were commenting, oh, I turned this into this. But you just got straight up lucky because you had no idea what you were doing. And I gave you my entire retirement money. I took out my money from my IRA to give to you because you sounded very confident what you were doing. You had no idea what you were talking about. Is that, is that you doing the right thing? Or were you lying? Were you being dishonest? And it's the same thing too with uh, us starting up the crypto group. Maybe maybe it's fair. Maybe it is our karma. Maybe we deserve to be where we are. I don't know. I, re- I really don't know. Because if you think about that, because we started up that crypto group and we were giving out this advice and doing all this stuff. I am now wondering like how many people had actually invested their money. And when I would say, hey, set trailing stops you were kept saying hey you know listen to the people lose a whole bunch of money tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars because of bad advice so did we deserve to lose that money i'm assuming i'm assuming you just said it so i'm assuming this that this guy completely blew out our account was this correct
0: almost <sighs>
1: Can you stop the? I was gonna tell you this on Discord, but can you please stop the API and we can like use whatever else is left for food, please? So we can at least eat. It would have been much simpler to have just kept it in the box.
0: Yes. How many times?
1: And Hema, I am I'm saying this for reasons because maybe this is also another important lesson. Is because if you're gonna be if you're gonna be meeting people. Let's let's really think about this. And it actually does make a lot of sense now, especially with why you're saying, you kept bringing up the whole uh, channel message about guys build relationships, but keep your distance. We need to have a level of self-respect for ourselves to where we don't tolerate certain behaviors and attitudes. Just like you mentioned with me when I was angry that day because I spent hours doing the podcast and it was hurting my hands and my eyes. And I spoke to you in a way that you didn't like, we need to have enough respect and value for ourselves where we don't tolerate that. I was at a stage where I thought at that time, we need the information so we can go through this as quickly as possible, as efficiently as possible. So I took the shit and I deeply regret that. And that's never going to happen again, but maybe this is happening because. If you're reaching out to this guy that completely disrespected us, ignored our emails, and then had the audacity to then finally respond to our emails when they financially suited him. Not only that, to then not appropriately manage risk management, not use appropriate risk management practices on growing an account to then almost blow it out and then not even have the courtesy to even email you back. As to when you asked this person, what's, what's happening with the account? Why is this happening? And then just to completely, once again, ignore us. It makes me think that if you're going to put yourself in a position to be seen on social media, to the world, to the internet, people are going to come to you. People are going to come to you. They're going to ask you for money. They're going to pitch you things. When I had, when I had the YouTube channel and I had the Facebook page and the Facebook thing. There was one or two instances where someone came up to me asking me for money. I, I can tell you that there's been a whole bunch of times where I also had people private emailing me to pitch me something. So I'm saying this because perhaps it is fair. Maybe it is divine justice. Maybe we did do something completely wrong. Even though our intention was to do the best that we could. But maybe, yeah, maybe that was the wrong thing to do. Maybe it was completely wrong to suggest to your brother, to your sister, to whoever, hey, invest in cryptocurrency like you know what you're talking about without having done significant technical analysis, without having had your own success, proven success, sustained consistent success first, and then say and pass off as if you're The crypto expert. Maybe it's the same case here too. Maybe it it could, is it possible that this person, that this trader person is a complete fake and they're passing themselves off as an expert and we literally just attracted someone that was just a vibrational match to us. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. If in the future you meet people because you have accrued success with with, uh, the website, with lifepurpose.com, there may be people that reach out to you That want to be your friends that want to whatever, it would be very important to know how to navigate those relationships is what I'm saying. If there's someone that is promising you, for example, that wants to be your friend and then is promising you that they have the secret sauce to in investing and such, or they can guarantee you a property, like for example. Let's say there's a property that you want and you're going to someone that's like, oh, I'm a big fan of yours and I can help you get this property at this price. All you have to do is just give me a down payment. We have to be really discerning enough to know and do our own research and do our own due diligence on this. It's the same thing that would happen with my grandma, my grandmother. She just gave over the money. I don't know if she had the, had done the extensive research. And then what happened?
0: Well, research can never replace human trust.
1: We're moving into an age where it's going to be even more difficult to discern who is legitimate and then who is like using artificial intelligence to manipulate things, to manipulate data. So yeah, you're right. There is an element of feeling into how you're feeling into feeling into the force and the flow. I also take responsibility and I say, you know, I believe that I contributed to this person blowing out our account and losing losing that money. You know, that's the irony. It's like, well, who do you listen to? And it's like you just said, listen to God.
0: Well, yes, but also it felt really like divine guidance to do that, to reach out and ask him for the trading done for you.
1: Maybe, I I personally would never have ever done business with someone that ignored my emails when I asked for help with the coaching to then all of a sudden respond to me. I apologize that I did that. I apologize that I put us in a bad financial situation because I told this person that they were fucked up for doing that, for ignoring us when we needed help. And now I am in a spot where... I feel a great sense of responsibility to figure it out for us. And I'm doing everything in my power with the time that I have to work nonstop around the clock, to figure out a way to creatively create a source of income for us. So I am sorry that I put us in this situation. It's, it is my fault and I am it was not my intention to affect your state in any way but i still would not keep my mouth shut ever again Good. i would do i would i would have done that actually much sooner that is my only regret you are correct there is a difference between force and flow and before i was allowing the flow to happen as much as possible but sometimes it's It's one of those questions of, well, how long is it going to take for the flow to happen? We've been saying, let it flow for years. And what traction has there been? So there is a difference. And I also believe too, that if we are claiming that we're God in action, well, as gods, we have to be in action. So what does that mean? We have to take action. We have to assert our will. We have to command our will onto the outer world. We have to create a projection that is infinite times greater, powerful and more stronger than the outer world and sustain that projection until the manifestation of our projection has been made manifest. How do we do that? By being gods in action, by taking action. Well,
0: that brings me back to the situation. I was taking action. Boom! One could say it set me back, and then, you know, of course, people—they don't want to take risks anymore, and then they just become stagnant, and they don't want to move or take action at all any, anymore.
1: That's where I am. I've had those. I have had enough of these experiences in my lifetime, to where it is—it is already. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of trying new things. I'm tired of putting myself out there. But we've already come this far, and you've already. Sold your old house, that was your inheritance. You sold that, all that money, I'm sure, is gone.
0: It was invested,
1: which means that you have to wait until the next cryptocurrency pump. And even then, again, this is why it is important to have that information to have that knowledge. No, that's how you're perceiving it. It's the same concept of the force and the flow. You're perceiving what we're talking about as you have a bad life. You have a great life. But we have to... This is also why I said I choose not to complain and I choose not to express myself and I choose not to share how I feel anymore. How I really feel.
0: Yeah, because we do want to... Like, is it serving? Is it constructive to always share how we feel? No, it's not. Sometimes it's just... As, as simple to just go outside into nature and transmute that energy done.
1: So when you asked me how I feel, I told you I don't want to share how I feel because it sounds like complaining and you already have acknowledged it just now that it, you perceive it. It sounds like you're saying your life is bad. And obviously people don't want to hear that. People don't want to hear about that because then it's going to remind them about how, how bad their lives may be or how bad they think their lives are. So how do we then change our state of consciousness? That's the most important thing. Okay, cryptocurrency thing is done. Move on, get over it, both of us. Gabriel, get over it. It is done now. The money is gone.
0: It makes me think about a program that I purchased the plan and the founders were saying before they came up with the plan, it took them years to figure that out and it costed them millions. In the process. And maybe that's just also what it is. It's us paying for the price, maybe. I believe Paying for the experience. Just paying for something valuable along the journey. And it's neither good nor bad. It just is.
1: Mm, That's brilliant. That reminds me of two very important stories that I would like to share right now. The first is, I believe it's with a fictional character and I. In a trading book that I listened to over a year ago, Reminiscences of a Stock Operator. And the character, the trader, I think the name was Jesse Livermore. He became a very successful trader. But on the way to becoming a successful trader, obviously he didn't have YouTube at this time. He didn't have the resources that traders have today. Instead, what he had was paying tuition for his trading experience and what does that mean he had to pay to lose money and make those mistakes and learn those lessons he was talking about how he would scout the, the prices the stock prices at these what are called what were called bucket shops and that the bucket shops in that era because the stock market at one time was unregulated they were It was very similar to cryptocurrency. There was, and still is to this day, a whole bunch of market manipulation. But Jesse Livermore was able to outsmart the bucket shops to the point where he started profiting so much that they banned him from trading and entering positions at these bucket shops because he was so successful, because he caught on to their... Tricks, but along that path, along that journey to becoming a multi-billionaire trader, he said he had to pay tuition, and that's how he saw his experiences. He saw his experiences as paying tuition. Moving forward to the other story, story number two is when I heard you speak about, hey, maybe we are paying for these experiences. I think about the founder of Calendly. Very interesting is that the CEO, the founder of Calendly, he was, he spent his entire life savings to build this SaaS company, software as a service company, Calendly. And it was a completely stressful experience for him. He said the same thing. He lost lots of money. He spent his entire life savings to figure this out. But look at where Calendly is today. It is a very clean, simple interface for scheduling online appointments and it boasts a very massive user base and has become very successful. I strongly believe that any company or anything anyone that has done, especially at this stage from what I've researched, my own experiences, this is just a matter of changing our perception yes it sucks sometimes yes it feels uncomfortable yes it feels painful but what are we going to do lit really what are we going to do are you going to are you going to all of a sudden quit on your dreams and go take a job working for someone no not at all what you're going to do is you're going to vent you're going to cry you're going to express your anger you're going to express whatever it is you need to do you're going to sleep we're going to sleep it off We're going to go to the forest. We're going to ground. We're going to do whatever we have to do. And then in a couple of days, we're going to wake up. We're going to be fine. And we're going to move forward. Once again, right or wrong. Is it it an option for us to go and work a nine-to-five job? Fuck no.
0: No, it's all about what we focus on. And that's really what has become so obvious. Where you focus is, there you are. You can change your focus. Where your focus is, is in your control. Change your focus, change your state.
1: And that's not to say that it's not okay to express yourself. It is okay to express yourself. If you're angry, acknowledge that you're angry. What, what, honestly, what good is it going to do to suppress that? Because then it might fester and then it might bottle up and it might accumulate. And then you might explode one day. I think this is important for any big one that is experiencing a setback that is experiencing a challenge on their path to living out their purpose. It's not as clear cut as I know my life purpose and because I finally figured out my life purpose, I'm just going to take massive action and it's all going to go according to plan. I cannot say that has been the case for me. Maybe it is the case for someone else. But I would imagine for a majority of people, especially very successful people that have done something very significant in their life there has been a lot of setbacks there's been a lot of failures and I'm sure that there has been a lot of frustration and I am absolutely certain that there has been a lot of suppressed or behind the scenes hidden tears screaming yelling crying complaining that they will not show the public but I am quite certain that all of these people have gone through that experience we all bleed the same. We all bleed red. We all have emotions. We all take a shit. We all pee. We all eat. We all sleep and everything in between. We're no different. So we have a choice. Just like you said, when you open up with this podcast, we can either force it or we can flow with it. My understanding of flowing with it is to accept what has happened, acknowledge it, get it out of our system by either complaining about it, expressing it, whatever and then move on.
0: Honor the ebb and flow of your purpose and your journey. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast.